I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, Keith. Hey, Mitch. How are you? It's that time of the week again. It's that time of the favorite time of the week. It <clears> is <throat> podcast time, turning over the sands of time. Podcast 30. Podcast 30. So how you been? I've been good. I've been good. good. The the um, This is going to date the podcast, but I mean the date's in the name, but... Uh, it's really been hot lately. It has been. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for it. We had really. We had really good weather. You know, it was like in the eighties, like low eighties for yeah. July. It was great. And now it's hot. So I'm glad to be in air. It's hot and sweltering. In sweltering. We've I, had the. Yeah. We haven't had the combinations. You know, yeah. until now. Yeah. It is here. It's here, and I'm glad we're not like a podcast that's based outdoors or something. Correct. So question yes what is your favorite uh arcade game man that's tough um and i don't mean like arcade game like i i want a more specific as like uh fun amusement part like broader Broader, you don't broader have to be, you're gonna go all like like space invaders no, three no, no, on no, the I was old like, console i really like skee ball Ski oh, balls, fun. That was going to be mine. Um, I, but but I would say this: I am terrible <laughs> at it, but would, it's fun. That might be the game I'm the worst at and oh, really? enjoy the most. Does that it's, make sense? It's We're, really about just the um, <clears throat> the uh, the re- repetitive the repetitive motion, getting the same motion over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like fine. It's like bowling, right? Bowling's all about finding the motion that works for you, right, and repeating it over mm-hmm. and over again. And that's a ski ball, just miniaturized. I just hope people watch this on YouTube to watch you do the motions. The motion, yeah, yeah the motion of the the throwing the ball. Um, I would say this though, if there was like an an amusement park or something that had like not a miniaturized version, but like a version of like Wheel of Fortune that you could play. I would be. That would, I would be, be the worst. I would be on it. I would. Mm. Be, I would. That would be. Uh, my wife and I. We. We would. I sometimes. We would do the couple spelling one. my name. Bad speller. Keith. Yeah, I'm a bad um, speller. <laughs> so you ever see those? You ever see those uh, Wheel of Fortune like fails? Like when it's like oh, a, yeah. apparently obvious it's, what it it's, is. It's all there, and then they just <laughs> mispronounce it. Like they, all the letters are there, and they yeah, say it wrong. And they just say it wrong, or like You're like mm, um, nope. You know, it's like uh, uh, the mo- like, du- you're like movie, dude, where's my car, right? And like instead of car, it's C-A, right? And they're like, dude, where's my cat? And you're like, no. No. Nope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's worse. It's worse, too, when they replace that, that letter that's off. With one that's already on the board. Oh my gosh! I, but you have to think like when you're on TV like that, the pressure is probably like outrageous, right? And I'm sure they probably where you can't see it, they got a little timer, you know, above the board where it's like you got four seconds to like, are you gonna spin? You're gonna solve? It's like four, three, two, uh, I'll solve. It's like oh, okay, and then you're like you know four, three, two, you know, you gotta spit something out. It'd be terrible. But if it was like in a you know yeah. a casual version. casual version of it, I think I would rock that. Okay. Yeah. So how about other than ski ball? Other than ski, like I said, I, but I do think ski ball is the game that I am the worst at. 
but enjoy the most. Mm. So I do think I do think that's a new discovery I just made right now. What like, about what about the what about the basketball shoot the hoop one? Do you do you like doing that? Um, no, those are all rigged. Are they? Yeah. The there's a great Mark Robert, not a sponsor, but there's a great Mark Robert video about um, the the tips and tricks of the carnival games. Right. Okay. It's it's a little higher um, than ten foot. Oh, okay. and they move it. Um, I just mean like if you went to like um, like an arcade thing and they had one there. I don't mean like a carnival. We all know carnival, oh, the games, carnival are games. Oh, you mean the Papa shot? Yeah, the Papa. You know, the like if you just went Papa to yeah, where you, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm pretty bad at that one too. I think it's the problem is the net on the top is so low. You know, because when you're really doing basketball, you need the, that arch. You need that mm-hmm. arch, right? And that net is always in the way of my shots. Mark Rubber says on the uh, on those, you know, you're going to go to the the Chuck E. Cheese or the whatever, and you're going uh-huh. to get the, you want to get the tickets and yep. score the points yep. on the things. Yep. You you scan your card in two of the machines next to each other. Yes. And get the basketballs from one into the other oh. so you have twice as many basketballs so ch- ch- because yeah. what limits you on your scoring is that little bumper that slows down the balls mm-hmm. to let them through mm-hmm. but if you have twice as many basketballs in the game twice as many balls get through the bumper twice as many shots you can take interesting yeah so you just borrow the basketballs from the game next door to to rack up the points i feel like that's cheating could you do the same thing with skee ball i guess you just do two at once and just Actually, why don't you just do two at once and do a right-handed and a left-handed shot? And just stand in the middle. Just stand in the middle, that would be, yeah. That would be <laughs> ridiculously <laughs> inefficient. That would be the most missed baskets <laughs> possible. And since when did since when did Chuck E. Cheese go from uh, coins to a card? And, and the thing about the card is you can scan it at like eight different games. So like we went, I, I can't remember if it was if it was Piper's birthday or Penny's birthday. They really want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. We're like, okay. So, like, we went, my parents went, and we got two cards for the two kids. But, like, all six of us are playing games. Nobody cared. Yeah. They should go back to coins. Why? I don't know. I just really like putting the coin in the machine. Oh, there was one. You know what I mean? Okay, here is a... That, you know, that, that putting the coin in the machine felt like you paid something and then you mm. earn something like you know what i mean you just swipe a card it's like a credit card you just you just go in the store you pick some stuff out you go, Ploop. deal with that later all right well we'll unpack all your all your uh <laughs> your spending habits later but i think i found there there's this game we went over christmas break we took went with my uh my nephews um took all we took all the kids we do something we do an experience mm-hmm. you know my brother mm-hmm. and his kids and uh, myself and you know Laura and our kids, and so instead of like getting each other gifts at Christmas, we just go do something. Oh, that'd be so fun. Then nobody yeah. piles up their house with stuff they don't need. Yeah, and you know we get we do, they do. You something. don't have to think about oh my yeah. gosh, what does this person? Yeah, really we just want? like yeah. what do you guys want to do this year? We've done we've done the tee shots, you know, we've done oh, yeah. uh, um, bowling, we've done stuff. Have you done the uh, the the eye fly or whatever where you you get a fly? They have that big uh, fan. No, we talked Ooh. about that. It uh, seems fun, but we did um, um, we did the arcade thing. Uh, I can't remain event. I think anyway, they mm-hmm. got this little they got, once again back to baseball. But they got this little baseball game where you pull back this lever, uh-huh. and when you, you got to let it go at the right time, there's this marble thing rolls down and it whacks it. 
Okay. Right. All right. And then kind of the, like pinball, but kind it's just like pinball, okay. except the flacker's longer. Okay. And it looks like, like a baseball, a, baseball looks bat. like a baseball right. bat. Right. And then the whole thing is set up as a field, and then where the ball ends up, you can get a runner on. You can oh, okay. ground out, so you get three outs per play. Okay. Right. And then if you flack it just right, it gains air. Oh. And then there's like a little home run trough that like scoots back, and, back forth and forth across yeah. the outfield right. so right. you can like drop it you know if you knock it in you know so yeah. you got to time it you know you got to get ahead of the pitch to pull the ball sure, right sure, sure anyway i had a lot of fun with that yeah were yeah. you good at it um terrible at first but then i kind of got the hang of <laughs> yeah, it yeah you gotta get a I, I got the it. hang of it it's a, the same thing as skee-ball or the basketball you're pulling back the plunger you just gotta get you mm. just gotta get used to it i did like it but it was a game of skill not a game of chance Yes, I like I like games of skill, not games of chance. Now, some people sometimes argue that they think something's a game of chance, but it's really skill. Like I I will I will point out like uh like like poker like Texas Hold'em, right? Mm. It's really about math. It's all, you know, it's about probabilities and math, right? So it's really a I would consider it a game of skill. Oh, even yeah. though it's a chance of the cards, it's really a a game of skill. My favorite thing growing up is I had this computer game that uh, it's called Space Quest, and you know, just a tiny part of the computer game is you had to, you didn't have any money, and you had to buy a spaceship to to continue in the game. Okay, and the only way to really do it was to play like a like video poker, you know, okay. or whatever. Okay, um, and I just uh, I just had such a fun time that I earned enough money for the spaceship I needed, but I just kept playing. For like I don't know three or four weeks or something, I just kept I just kept playing the the cards. So you great. could get a better spaceship. So I could, oh no, you, I had there's only for one. The t- there's only there's three spaceships. Oh, and you had to pick. You had to pick right which one you wanted. The most expensive space, like two of them, would cause your would cause they would like explode or whatever, and you'd have to like start over, go to a save game or whatever. All right, well, we'll unpack over. your addictive personality sure. on another podcast. Yeah, as well. um, <laughs> we need the we need, we need a, like a licensed therapist. <laughs> we need an intervention <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so why are we talking about games, Mitch? Well, um, you know, we had this discussion with Pastor Adam. We we're talking about um, one of his favorite games is this uh, the spin and wing game, mm-hmm. which is and you've seen them. There's lots of different ones, but some of them are the lights going around, and that's uh-huh. the one I really don't mm-hmm. trust. Like I could get on board with the uh, I, I could get on board trusting the um, the prices right wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that's I was thinking, one the thing that I would like to spin that wheel someday. Like, can you fun? Like they should just do that. I bet they could make more money than they even make on the advertising of the show. If they just put that wheel on the street in Hollywood and just you just pay a buck to come spin the wheel. Oh, that'd be fun. Right? Yeah. I bet they'd make more because they wouldn't have any they just have some just have some high school kids stand there and be now, the would attendant. You, would you try to like would you try to like just like not you know yeah. not you just like gently doing so hard they'd go yeah, that's so what it you're almost going. comes off. Yeah, of the thing. Like and then rolls down the street, <laughs> yeah. turns into some Hollywood Indiana Jones scene. Wow, so. that'd be good. That yeah, yeah. No, I I like that. Yeah, but anyway, so I like I can get on board yeah. with that. The Price Is Right wheel, I trust. Mm-hmm. I trust that it's appropriately balanced because I've I've I'm convinced of it. But the light, the spinning light thing, yeah. where you got to slap the button and the light stops. Well, it doesn't even like necessarily stop immediately. Sometimes it just sl- starts to slow down. Like, what is that? It's an it's it's totally an algorithm. Like you can yeah you can slap the thing whenever slap the button whenever yeah, you want. I I 
So I don't trust. I don't trust that. But so I guess what I'm saying is the game. So Mm -hmm. Adam likes the spin and win. Spin and win. Um, and I guess he's at Dave and Buster's. He's claiming it's a game of skill. Okay. Um, Okay. To pick the most perfect, the most precise, the your your um, this control of your destiny in the game mm-hmm. is on your ability to be perfect. Yeah, see, that's yeah. what that's what he's on board with there, yeah. and I want to compare that to God's plan for your life, okay, and how you can live into being who God created you to be mm-hmm. and does that or does that not um, put the pressure on you to be in complete and utter perfect control of the timing and the variables to produce the one uh, product that quote air quotes God's got for your life. So are you saying in a weird metaphorical way, Life is a chance of is is a game of skill and not chance. No, I'm asking the question. Yeah, well, that's. I'm I mean, not. I'm not saying. Oh, you're not taking a position. I'm not, no, you're just asking I'm, the question. I'm, I'm posing a question. I mean, I could get on board with that. I could get on board with a yes. I'm going to stop you right there because I'm going to get on board with anywhere and everywhere. You have an opportunity. To live into God's calling for that space and place at that moment in time. No matter whether you made a bunch of bad decisions to get there, mm-hmm. you could still make a good, right decision in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or whether everything lined up for you to make great decisions to get to that point, that doesn't mean you're always making great decisions no matter what decision you make. You can still make a bad decision mm-hmm. and affect um, the journey. Mm-hmm. But it seems as though there's always an opportunity to make a corrective course of action. It's never too late. Yeah, I, I think that, um, I think that, and I'm and I'm trying to come up with a, a mundane example, uh, but I think that there's times in our life where we're being directed to do something, and we know what it is we don't want to do. Right, uh, but those like that, that like those I would call them hints, right? Yeah. Those strong hints just get stronger. And, and stronger one of those hints and is stronger and stronger. You, you really don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and I think that uh, for me, that kind of that kind of filters into this, which is um, you can still you can still make the choice not to do said thing, right? And you know. And the hints will keep coming stronger and stronger. You can ignore the hints, mm-hmm. but then that's like ignoring what 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 your purpose is in life, too. Yeah, we had a whole podcast about people running from God. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I could definitely, I could definitely say that. What this kind of reminds me of um, one of my favorite analogies. This is absolutely hands down my favorite analogy from from Adam, right? Which is. Uh, not the first man in the Bible, senior pastor Adam. Yeah, okay, not okay. not Adam and Eve, uh, pastor Adam. Is that uh, the other pastor Adam from Kansas City? 
Um, God's plan is like a river, right? Like think of like the Mississippi, right? When it gets to the ocean, the Mississippi is huge, right? Big, big ships come through it. But if you trace that river back to the beginning, it's just a small, like, you know, it's just a small creek, right? Um, and it's even smaller than that, right? Like it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, and there are, you can, as it gets smaller, you can, um, you know, you can, you can get rocks and you can put them in it and try to dam up that, that, that river, but it's still the Mississippi, right? Like it's still, it's still going to end up a giant river and exactly going into the ocean just like it should. Right. And so you can obviously, you know, that's, uh, purposely trying to stop God's plan. Um, but I wonder about the times where we don't even try to purposely do it. Right. Like I'm talking about ignoring something that I should probably do. That's, that's like, that's like avoiding or, or trying to not do it. Um, but like, even like, that's like Jonah not getting on the boat to Tarshish. Yeah. Right. Like, nah, yeah. I'll just stay here. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I find, I like, I really like that analogy and I think it, I think it fits here. Um, so we just finished up VBS yeah. and uh, vacation Bible school and it was a great week. Uh, we were there and the memory verse uh, for the kids was um, Hebrews 12 two. Let us keep looking to Jesus. He is the one who started this journey of faith, and he is the one who completes this journey of faith, um, which was a great verse for the kids. Um, I think it's freeing and liberating to recognize, you know, Jesus uh, is the beginning, right? He was there. Um, he was there in the beginning. He was with God in the beginning. Um, he's always Alpha Omega, always Alpha been Omega. there, mm-hmm. um, will be there at the end. So therefore, if something's there at the beginning and it's there at the end, well, then it's always there. I have a weird, and that's I, the cool implication. Yeah. Um, do you think? Do you think in this in this verse, right? He is the one who started this journey of faith, and he's the one that completes this journey of faith. Do you do you think that? Um, it references a single journey amongst others. So I'll give you an example, right? So if you think about, um, you know, Jesus, you know, a, a, a new, a new covenant. I give you right. You talk about um, the Israelites is the kind of the old covenant between the God and the people of God, and then Jesus comes and, and says, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it slightly different, peeps. Right? Okay, and." gives us this new covenant. So would you consider that the first journey? Not maybe not first, but that was a a previous journey. We're on this journey of faith. And like maybe thousands of years later, there'll be another journey of faith. Or do you think the referencing the complete, like from the beginning of time until eternity? Yes. Okay. You're going with number two. Yeah. Cause okay. Um, yeah, like I think, you know, the, um, Genesis opens up, even the oral histories open up with, um, you know, let's make, um, 
man and woman in our image. Let's, um, there's this, there's this we, there's this, um, the beginning, like, like, I think that's um, a plural, plurality plurality of divinity at the beginning with, um, the Trinity. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the ever presence of, of, of Jesus existed before, um, for his earthly worldly body. Um, and then obviously, um, post, you know, resurrection, um, his presence in existence as well. And the, um, that journey of, of faith that, we all now have an opportunity to live into is to your point now um, in our um, post-resurrection theology mm-hmm. and um, existence as Christians, we are in that that step of the faith in the journey. But all the things had to happen up until this point. Is that what you're asking? And you know, continuing on. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my thought process is that, because um, we've talked about before how um, we, we are like children, right, to, to, to God. And really like this journey of uh, baby, kind of you really need to be there, nurture, and then young kid, you're kind of the disciplinarian, right? Uh, you need to set firm, firm rules and firm boundaries, and you know you can't can't do that. You get punished, um, and, and then, then coaching they, winner and then the you coaching, get to coaching stage, stage yeah. right? Um, and so I really, I, I kind of like, you know, I kind of take it as we're on, we're in that as a as a human species, we're on this journey of faith. That is, we're in this coaching phase, and and there may be another phase. In the future, right? Uh, We're in this journey of faith. Yeah. Right. We're on a, we're, we're, you feel a maturity, a, there's a spiritual maturity that, there's a spiritual maturity that's been able to be, um, entered into after Jesus came to be who he was on earth. Mm-hmm. Right, that mm-hmm. they didn't exist before. Yeah, right. But it's existed in a different way. So I'd say, like the Israelites wandering in the desert, following Moses mm-hmm. um, out of Egypt. Like there was a there was a definitely an opportunity for spiritual maturity and growth, and um, they had signs and they had pillars of fire and um, and miracles, and mm-hmm. you know they had they had real life instances of um, that that solidified their faith and um and even 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 trying to live within within what god within wanted within you know only only taking as much mana you know yeah. as as they needed for the day that god will yes. provide right like even even living through that period i would say it's also very similar to the spiritual journey that we're on in the post in the in a new covenant generation um, as under the old covenant, there's 
we're so infantile, there's plenty of room for growth. <laughs> right. Right? Is that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I, I really look at it as a twofold, right? Like, I really look at it as almost um, a singular a singular journey because, you know, back when, when this was written, it, uh, Jesus was still pretty fresh, right, in the, in the minds of the people. And, um, I mean, obviously, he's still pretty fresh fresh to us but like you know i mean it was like it was just those were like right there right and so they're looking at it from the perspective of we we've had all this we've had all this mm. and now look at this big monumental shift in um in our faith right in our journey of faith and, and jesus started it and and i really look at um and he is the one that completes this journey of faith as not necessarily an action that he does, but more like more like when your when your individual journey of faith <clears throat> is over, there he is, mm. right? You know what I mean? Um, and, and then you get that hint of alpha and omega, right? Start, yeah, beginning the end, the beginning the end, the the first, the last, right? Um, yeah, I just I just for for a, and I don't even think that's a whole. Um, verse right i think that's 2a uh there's so much in that Mm -hmm. two sentences that you could i mean that you can think about right um yeah yeah i was thinking about that too as you know what's kind of funny is you know when we're in vacation bible school and and you know you're you're talking to the kids about you know about that um, there's so much, there's so much more to unpack than, you know, than it. So anyway, I'd want to talk, I want to like flip for a second yeah. and I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about why pastor Adam has in his life owned a Jersey from a team. That's not the chiefs. He 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 admits he, he brought that up, huh? He admits that he had a he had a, a Chargers player. I jersey. Well, you know my and son's, was allowed. My a son's picture. a huge Chargers fan. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I know. I'm saying that's he's a right. he's a huge Chargers. Does he fan. wear a Chiefs jersey? No. Yeah, exactly. And he's he, a Chargers. Fan. Anyway, he's taken a lot of grief from. He's taken a lot of nonsense off Pastor Adam over the years. And now, the what a surprise revelation yeah. this is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we talk about journey of faith. Yeah. Obviously, Pastor Adam feels had, very comfortable in his surroundings right now. Has, um, you know, had a little uh, faith fault with the chiefs. Has faltered. Just pointing that out. It's very apropos right now. <laughs> um <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about VBS snacks for a minute. Whenever we transitioned, I really oh. I thought that's where we were going. Oh, I mean, we can if you want. There's a, look if you're ever if you're out there listening, you're not a VBS vacation Bible school volunteer. Um, like, like spending that week with the kids is amazing. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. that opportunity to kind of just impact the their life. Like you spend you just spend a couple hours, four evenings in a row, um, with the same team of kids. And they just make these connections with you. This yeah. ends up with inside jokes. There's um, the amount of hugs on the last day. Yeah, between the kids and the volunteers. Yeah, they don't want to leave. They want to um, just the relationship that can be built in such a mm-hmm. short time mm-hmm. frame. 
is amazing. So, and even if none of that appeals to you, the um, the buffet of snacks yeah. offered in the volunteer lounge yeah. is uh, impressive. Do you know who's responsible for said snacks? I think I might. Um, I might be sitting across the podcast uh, table from me. That is but right. This was that is not, accurate. You know, accurate. you know, I wouldn't do a shameless plug to to build you up like yeah, that. That's not a thing I do. I, I, um, I am a good snacker uh, in general. Um, but you know, we claim, you know, we claim that we're snackaholics in okay. our household. Okay. 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 Uh, I don't mind a good dinner of just snacks. You know, like you get your you get your meat tray out, you get your cheese tray out. You get, mm. you get we yeah we call out. it we call it snacky lunch. Yeah. yeah, snacky lunch. Yeah, I love it. Um, so obviously we're not we're not we're trying to the goal of the snack room at Vacation Bible School for the volunteers is to give them a little break, let them sit down, give them a little sugar, a little energy. Mm, okay. Okay. But, you know, think about it. Um, it's It starts at 6. Uh, so the volunteers are usually here by 5.30, 5.15. Some of them just got off work. They're not going to eat until 8.30 or so. So you got to have some substance, too, yeah. for the people that Which are a little a, hungry. Yeah. Uh, what's the... Uh, um, it's... Uh... You know the Sour Patch Kids. You know, uh, air, <laughs> yeah. Airheads, Airheads, uh, pretzels, uh, Takis, Takis. The, those are the kids' favorite. We uh, we tried some Takis. Have you tried them before? Oh, I love the Takis. Do the, you? Oh yeah, we want to talk. Oh, that's right. You like the original. Let's talk Takis. Let's talk you about it. Let's talk you about. It. I like the I like the red ones. Okay. Um, there is um the the knockoff Dorito ones are pretty delightful. Mm. Um the the red ones are good. The blue ones? That's what I tried the other day. The uh, blue one. My son's favorite. They, they, they're really good. They have a really great flavor. But there's this weird back heat to it. Where like... That's what Owen says. Where it like sticks in your throat. You know, like you're chewing them and you're like, man, this is actually... This isn't spicy. I mean, it's got some spice to it, but it's like... This isn't hot. Like, I'm not dying for some water here. I bit the inside of my lip like really bad. Uh, and then ate a talkie. And like, well, you know, it was like four days ago, right? Oh, mm-hmm. But like broke the skin, like uh-huh. had a little skin Been flap there. that came off. Mm-hmm. I like kind of gnawed that off, yeah. like probably yeah. something you're not supposed to do. And like that's healing up, but it's like a, it's like an ulcer, mm-hmm. right? And I just like <laughs> rubbed some talkie <laughs> sauce in there. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was, it was like. Saying in a different octave. Yeah, yeah. it was. Whew. People like did not know you were an alto. We used to get this uh, <laughs> a friend of mine. We used to get this um, uh, this sushi dish. Uh, we'd always finish with it at this little sushi restaurant in Denver uh, called Sushi Heights, and they had this dish called uh, um, wasabi tobiku, and it was it was the roe, the little eggs, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they were mixed in wasabi so it was made into this little like it was like a little paste so that it was a rice with it was a little bitty pat of rice and then it had the seaweed wrap on it mm-hmm. so it made it like a little chef's hat mm. and then it was packed the top was packed with these little with the little row wasabi mixture yeah and anyway you pop that thing in your mouth and all that wasabi goes straight <laughs> to your brain right it got is the way you the way yeah, you, yeah it was such a big mouthful when you munched it all went up your sinus cavities and oh like, my gosh it was like an ice cream headache backwards dude anyway but that was very similar to the talkie the the uh talkie dust in in uh in in lacerated lip i i bit the inside of my cheek once 
I think when I was like 20 something and it got so, it got so big. I actually have a scar inside, inside. I like, I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat. I hate it when you bite it and then you try to eat something and it's like, now it's inflamed. So you're just chomping on the inside of your terrible. And I, and I have a scar on the inside. That's impressive. From it. I can, I can feel it now. That is impressive. Yeah. Well, that's the time that we have. I know. But I don't know where the like time it, went. I know, but we ended on snacks. Uh, we'll end it on. We'll end it on this. Now. Okay. Okay. Have you used your salt block yet on your grill? <sighs> that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I will. I will. I mean, it's summertime. It's I'm sorry. Grilling it's, season. It's VBS week. We've vacation Bible school did take a lot of time, but now. You're free. You've got. You, you went on. You went on the mission trip, and then you had vacation Bible school. So you okay, know, for, you know, I'll give you that. But this weekend, okay, use it. We got to talk about it. I want to know if it's worthwhile. All right, that's it. Okay, we'll see you next week. All right, have a good one. <laughs>